All right, good evening. It's time to get the service started tonight. Everybody had a good afternoon, got a little nap in. On behalf of uh, my family and myself, thank you all for the delicious meal uh, this afternoon. Enjoyed that and then the, the time of fellowship. And we look forward to what the Lord has for us this evening. Before we get started with Tim, how about you take us to the Lord in prayer? Well, let's all stand page 26. page 56. Please. 
287. Oh, 
hand again, page 240.
comes around the scene, we got, remember the next generation sign-up sheets, that's 18 to 45 if you, in that uh, category. If you want to go to the uh, striper game, please sign that paper. Uh, got the ladies' Bible study Thursday morning at 11 o'clock. And remember, we need a nursery director and a happy pilgrims director. So if you're interested in either one of those, be glad for you to let us know. And we'll put you on the list. surrounded here. song is cry from the cross because without the cross we'd have no salvation I'm glad to be saved I'm glad that God saw something in me that I didn't see when he saved me uh, calling me into the ministry uh, I had not played the guitar for probably I'm guessing 15 years and when I got back in church, got right with the Lord. I went back and took just a few refresher lessons, probably about a month, month and a half's worth. And I went on a Wednesday night down there to play music with the youth group in the fellowship hall there at Bethany. And I did that one time. And I said, well, I'll do this a few times. I think we'll do it. She said, oh no, you done in now. She said, you gotta play all the time. So, <clears throat> been playing ever since. <clears throat> Cry from the cross. One morning, let's see here. Can y'all hear me? I've got a pretty loud mouth anyways. One morning in Jerusalem, about the break of dawn, a great trial was in session. They crucified my Lord. He seen they, shoot, I can't see it. One thing I like about an electric habit, you can make the sight the, the word bigger. One morning in Jerusalem, about the break of dawn, a great trial was in session. They tried my blessed Lord. They scorned him and they mocked him. They made him carry the cross on top of Calvary's mountain. They crucified my Lord. The cry from the cross. Give him blessed Father as he died on that cross. Oh, the cry from the cross. The Son of God was dying to save a world that's lost. Oh, Peter, he denied him at an awful trial at night. He said, I never knew him, it was an awful sight. He looked upon old Peter with eyes perfect love. Then Peter's heart was broken, he prayed to God above. Oh, the cry from the cross. 
give them blessed father as he died upon that cross oh the cry from the cross the son of god was dying just to save a world that's Then he bowed his head and died. The world was left in darkness. The graves were opened wide. An earthquake shook Jerusalem. The dead walked into town. The multitudes were frightened. God's wrath was coming down. Oh, the cry from the cross. Forgive them, blessed Father, as he died upon that cross. died for me. Amen. Thank you, Brother Marty. Appreciate that song. If you have your Bibles, turn to Psalm chapter 32. Psalm 32. If you would, let's all stand for the reading of the Word of God. Hannah was mildly disappointed this morning. She told me as we were walking in, she's like, Daddy, will you please keep it under 30 minutes today? <laughs> I will do my best to make that up to you tonight, baby. I, I promise. In Psalm 32, in verse 7, the Bible says, Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. Selah. I was writing that down and I kept saying song. I kept saying song. But it's really something when he gives you more than one. Yeah. The deliverance is so much. One song, you won't get it. It'll take two songs. But Psalm 119 verse 114 also says, Thou art my hiding place, but it adds, And my shield, I hope in thy word. Isaiah 32, 1 through 2, verses 1 through 2 says, Behold, a king shall reign in righteousness, and princes shall rule in judgment, and a man shall be as an hiding place from a wind, and a covert or a covering or a, a roof from the tempest, as rivers of water in a dry place, as the shadow of a great rock in a weary land. Father, we thank you for your word. We're glad that you're our hiding place. And please help me preach about it as this deserves to be preached about. We love you because you first loved us. Thank you for what you did for us in our hearts this morning. And it's another service. And there's somebody going through deep water tonight. Somebody that's struggling. And I pray this word will be a comfort to them. 
Give us your power to preach one more time. Please fill us up and please pour us out tonight for the people in Jesus' name. Amen. Tonight, if God will be my helper, I want to preach on eight things I found in the hiding place. Eight things I found in the hiding place. Uh, my kids love to build forts. I can't hardly find a scrap of wood any anymore. But if you go to the edge of our property, you will find a tent or a, 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 a building of some short sorts. I think they even built one on my neighbor's property somewhere. Because uh, they'll come back and they'll be covered in mud. And they're like, I'm like, what are you building? I'm building a fort. You say, what are they building? They're building a hiding place. Uh, they're building uh, somewhere where they can go hide and they can go pretend and they can go uh, find protection in their imaginary world. Uh, but in real life, there's a hiding place we need at times in our life. And when I found this hiding place, and I'd heard people talk about it, uh, but the first thing I found out that this hiding place was a person. This hiding place was a person. You, you see, you can keep people from getting to places. Uh, you can block places out. Y'all remember during COVID when you'd want to go eat at your favorite restaurant, you couldn't anymore. Uh, you might need medicine. And if it was closed, you couldn't get there anymore. Uh, and uh, we remembered what it was like to not be able to get to a place that you wanted or maybe that you needed. And there are certain people that you can't get to that's limited by space. They're limited by time. They're limited by the ability. Uh, but the person I'm talking about is the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and you'll read about, when you read the context of Psalm 32, he's writing about uh, acknowledging his sin. He's writing about that, hey, I have a sin problem. I need to confess my transgressions. I need to get my sin problem fixed. I'm so glad that in the person of Jesus Christ, we found the hiding place that can fix our sin problem. The, the sin problem that we had in our past as sinners, he's fixed that. In fact, he paid it. Before I asked him to save me, he had already paid it. Uh, all I had to do was say, Lord, I need to be saved. Well, he, I, he said, I've already set up an account through my blood. That's already paid for far more than any sin you'll ever sin. It's paid for everything. I forgot the words of that song uh, this morning, but where it says he's done it all, everything. He, he's completed everything. Yep. That, that word, when he died, what you say when you die matters because he said it is finished. Yep. There's not a sin that somebody's ever going to commit where he's like, hold on, I need a call back up. Uh, my bank account doesn't have enough. Uh... Even Elon Musk, world's richest man right now, there's something that he can't afford. Maybe it's the country's debt. Maybe it's there's somewhere where he's going to run out of money and he's going to have to call in resources. But when it comes to sin, there'll never be a sin that this person can't fix. He has the ability to fix it. Uh, you ever had a friend said, I'll help you out. And then when you need help, they don't have the money or they don't have the equipment or they don't. You know, let me know when you're building your house. I want to come help you. Okay, I, I can't do it. My equipment's tore up. Okay, Th they, they want to help, but they didn't have the ability. 
Or if they have the ability, they're just not willing to. Not for that price, I'm not. not. I'm not willing to do it for that. But Jesus, to any sinner that needs to be saved, He is able and He is willing. He's not only big enough and powerful enough for the sin problem as a sinner, but for the sin that we face as Christians. He said, confess your sins. He's faithful and just to forgive us. Of your sins. He's talking to Christians. He's talking to little children. That is what we have in this hiding place. We, we, we find that his shoulders, the Bible talked about his shoulder can carry the government. And it uses singular in this King James Bible. It uses singular. His shoulder can carry the government. So the word, you think of the debt. You think of the problems. They've never figured out Poverty. All the governments in the world, they've been trying to figure out property. They've never figured out crime. They've never figured out how to have peace. And he said, I can handle it on one of my shoulders. And if his shoulders can carry the load of the, that, the world to the government, his shoulders can carry your burdens. And I'm glad I found out that the hiding place was a per person. Secondly, I found a word from God to give me hope. I found a word from God to, to give me hope. You, when we lose hope, you can lose hope, first of all, when you're weary in the battle. Sometimes just this daily battle is just so long. And you don't mean to get weary. You don't mean to want to give up. You don't mean to lose hope. But the battle's just so long. But you find out He can give you a word. He said, why is this important? Well... A soldier that's in a battle, that's lost morale, that's lost hope, that's ready to give up, they can very quickly become a danger to themselves. They could survive the battle if they just stay fighting, if they keep their head down when their head needs to be down, if they'd shoot at the enemy when their commander says to shoot, if they would just do what they've been trained to do. But when you lose hope, you're ready to give up. You're like, I can't go on. Through the weariness of the battle. That's why it's so important. That's why those, uh, those leaders like Winston Churchill. There's a reason he got on the radio and, and gave those speeches. He said, we're going to fight on the beaches. We're not going to give up. Even if you somehow, uh, I don't think you're going to be able to do it. But if you somehow take over this land, we're going to be fighting in safety, and we're going to come and take it back. We're going to fight, we're going to fight, we're going to fight. That, why? Because they didn't want their people when they're being bombarded through the enemy's attack. That, that They did not want them, Brother Josh, they did not want them to lose hope. To lose hope. You say, what's hope? Hope is an expectation in the future. You're not guaranteed. You can't see it. If you can see it, it's like faith. It's not hope. It's something in the future. It's something. It's going to get better. Why? I have hope. And like faith, you have an object of why the future is going to be better. Sometimes the battle that we face is tough. And sometimes the battle makes us want to just give up. But what we have to do, we have to look at the hiding place. Look at the person and realize there's hope. There's coming a better day. There's coming a day. It's not always going to be like this. People ready to give up. It's not always going to be like this where sinners flaunt their sin and, and, and uh, persecute Christians. It's not always going to be like that. There's coming a day 
where our hiding place, our Lord Jesus Christ, is going to come on the scene. And he's going to fix everything. And that gives me hope, Brother Marty. That gives me hope for a better day. A, 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 a better day uh, when the broken hearts will be fixed. And when we'll run and not grow weary. We'll walk and not grow faint. We can lose hope not only during the battle, but we can lose hope during tragedies. The battle speaks of something that's kind of continual. Just that continual gnawing at you, Brother Terry. Just something continual. Like that battle, a constant temptation. But sometimes tragedy. Sometimes tragedy where you, you don't know what to do. And you don't expect it showing up. You get a phone call. Someone... Someone tells you, my mom's got cancer. I remember my wife getting that phone call years ago. And thank God my, my mother-in-law survived. But I remember just, I don't have a response. I'm a husband. I'm supposed to have the words. I'm, I'm, we didn't have a response. Sometimes we've gotten bad news. A storm in our life and... They tell you it's not going to get better, it's going to get worse. And like, I don't know how to respond to that. They say that the bombardment in England was so bad. that The, the uh, Germans would bombard them for so long that even the bravest soldiers that had been through bombardments before, they would lose hope. They'd get battle weary. They, uh, they'd get... Uh, their nerves would trip out and the, uh, the, they would shake. Why? Because the battle was so bad. And, the, the, and like the embarrassment, tragedies can come. And if we're not careful, we'll lose hope. What those bombs are designed to do, if it doesn't kill you, it, it wants you to lose perspective. Which way we go? Which way we go? What has happened? What's going on? And if we're not careful... We'll think that this is always going to be like this. And we'll, instead of running to safety, instead of running to the hiding place, if we're not careful, we'll run toward the danger and we'll lose hope. But when God gives a word, it gives you hope. And it doesn't have to be something articulate or something. It's, been, it's never been some theological treatise, however you pronounce it, 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 it's never been some long, flowing sermon that you need. Sometimes it's the lyrics of a song. Standing somewhere in the shadow, you'll find Jesus. And you've lived your life. you lived your Christian life for years. And you've not been in the shadow. But you get in the shadow all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. He's there. It don't have to take... It, it don't have to take him sending a letter signed in gold, stamped with his fingerprint. Sometimes it's, it's almost audible. It's almost audible, but there's been in places where you've lost hope and you need a word. And it's, sometimes it's, it's almost like a whisper. I'm here. He doesn't take away your problems. Some, some things just happen in life. You can't reverse it. You can't undo it. But he's like, I'm here. I ain't going to leave you. That person might have left you. That person might have done this, but I'm not. That might be the only word you get, but that, what that word does is it gives you hope to keep going on. And I'm glad that in the hiding place, I found a word from him to give me hope. Thirdly, 
I found a champion to deliver me in my trouble. Anybody got enemies bigger than you? Enemies that have whooped you before? Enemies that you, you don't have a strategy to victory. You're just trying to survive. You're just trying to fight. It's such a blessing to know the one that spoke. Now, I don't know how, how he did it, but all I do know is the Bible says that through the words of his mouth, he made everything we see, everything we interact with in six days or less. I do know that he's, he's beat sin so bad. There, there's no sinner that can bring a claim and there not be, as I said, not be enough to cover. I do know that he's beaten death. That's a pretty big enemy. That scares me. It's not that I'm going to die or end up in heaven. I'm, I'm a little scared how I'm going to go, to be honest with you. And if we all be honest, that's what we face. Just that cold, uh, chilly water of death that we're all afraid of. But he's bigger than that. He, he's bigger than any handicap. He's bigger than any burden. He's bigger than any trouble. He's just bigger than that. And even though sometimes we want the champion to fight and react like we want him to react. But he, he doesn't fight. He doesn't perform. He doesn't do things that only God can do by how the created being thinks he should do it. Okay? Sometimes, sometimes he just miraculously does things. Sometimes he uses people. He directs. He moves. He, he, he's the champion. Some people, when you, some people get lucky when they beat an opponent. You ever watch one of those... Uh, Y'all forgive my carnality, but on occasion I like to watch a UFC match. Y'all pray for me. You ever been watching one, and the winner, he was about one second. If he hadn't have just dodged that punch, he would have been out cold. And he misses it, and he, he happens to connect at the right moment. That guy just goes down. Better wrestler, better, better. He just got lucky. But we've seen those matches. <laughs> where however they ranked him, something got off. Because that guy that gets whooped isn't even close. You know, <laughs> I had him where I wanted him, yeah, about the first second <laughs> until he decided to move towards you. That's the comparison. Satan gives us such trouble. Our flesh gives us such trouble. But Christ is so much bigger. He's so much better. He's so much more powerful. There's not even any comparison. That's what I found in the hiding place. And I kind of already give this away, but for I found songs of deliverance to surround me. He said he compasses me with these songs of deliverance. He uses the word thou. So what he's saying... I would surround me myself with songs of deliverance, but I feel so weak, I feel so defeated. And the champion says, I got you. You ever had a song just come up? You know, 
I, I would like to say that in my prayer time, when I'm at home, is when it comes up. But sometimes I'm riding. Okay? I'm driving, I'm riding to work, getting in traffic. Okay? And it slows down. And I'll, I'll put some music on. Sometimes it, sometimes it's Mark Wheeler singing more like you, less like me. And singing about and when the spirit moves, let the, uh, let the hallelujahs roll. And man, something will just stir my heart. Sometimes it's the Henderson sisters. Singing as small as I am. Singing about heaven. Singing. Singing what he can do for, for you. What he can do, and something will just stir. But Terry, it's like you, it's like you hand me a coat and just, I'm cold, I'm shivering, all of a sudden I feel a warmth just cover me. Something in my heart, Brother Ron, something in my heart just kicks over. What is that song of deliverance? We've been delivered. Our champion is bigger than our problems. If it was me, I would take away the problem. But what Christ says is, I'm going to leave the problem sometimes. Sometimes I might take away, but a lot of times he leaves the problems. But if you get in your mind and you get in your heart how big I am and how good of a champion I am, there'll be a song of deliverance spring up in your heart. There's times I don't think I'll ever fight again. There's times I think I'm so weak I won't be able to struggle again. Even as those songs of deliverance come, but I found he gives me a shield for the battle. He said, oh, you'll fight again. You'll fight again. And then I found a river of water for the desert places of life. Anybody feel withered at times? That's what life is like. Sometimes life, sometimes even church, sometimes just going about your daily things, if you're not careful, your soul will feel withered inside. My wife, we're on our second, uh, at our home on our porch, we have these hanging ferns, and I got them on the cheap. Extra credit, brownie points right there. I got it on the cheap. But that's our second generation. What does that mean? It means we killed the first ones. <laughs> Why? Because we were going on vacation and forgot to water them. And what happened? It's not rocket scientists. It withered up. You remember what Jesus told that woman at the well? She's like, I don't have anything to draw out. He said, give me a drink. She said, I don't have anything to draw out. It's deep. He said, oh, the water I give thee. What did he say? It'll be a well. It'll be, it'll be a water. It'll be a river. It'll, it'll be springing up. It'll be a spring. It'll be springing up. I found in the hiding place, if I can just get to the hiding place, if I can just get to him, I find rivers of water for my withered soul. And I'll see green. <laughs> you ever had a plant? Some tomato plants, I mean, I, tomatoes sometimes can be like hosta plants. My uh, granny 
somebody give me one of her old, I don't know how he did it. I thought it was going to die, but he gave me some type of sprig from it. One of my granny's old hosta plants. Not hosta. Anyway, it doesn't matter with the story. I just realized my wife's going to say, it wasn't really a hosta. I don't know the name of it. But it was a plant that my, my, my granny had out in front of her home. She put it in front of my parents' home, and then somebody went by and cut a sprig off, brought it. I didn't think it would last. I'm like, this, this is an exercise in futility. But I planted it. I watered it. I watered it. And we've not seen any flowers yet. But that thing's starting to grow. It's kind of one of those things that we'll probably never be able to kill it. Why? Because water. How a plant responds and is able to pull water tells you how, easy, how that plant's going to survive. If there's a plant that struggles, its natural nature is to struggle, and you have to baby it and constantly, it might not last, but if, you, if one can get its roots deep and get water, it'll, it'll survive. And I'm glad in our hiding place, I found a river of water for the desert places of my life. I found a covering from the windy tempest of my life. You know, it rained yesterday. For some reason in our area, there's power's been going out a lot. And so it'll rain. And I don't, as long as the power don't go out, I don't give the rain a lot of thought. Why? Because I got a roof over my head. Thankfully, the shingles still work and it stays dry. You know, it's been pretty stormy. But it takes a lot of storm for me to get scared in my house. Why? Because we're protected from the tempest. But if you were out camping, it don't take much to get scared. And that's how it is in life. The winds and the storms come. And it feels that it's going to pelt us. Like hail. The hail storms that come. It's, you don't really think about that if your car's not in it. Maybe your car's in a garage. But what does Murphy's Law say? If you're going to get a new car, that's when the hell storm's going to come, right? And as long as everything's going good, you don't really think about, well, do I have a covering or not? We don't, as long as everything's going good in our life, we don't even think about the covering that He's given us. He talked to the Israelites. He said, I was a covering to you in the hot day. I was a covering to you at night. You had a pillow of fire. And then a day it would have a, a pillow of cloud. He said, I protected you from the heat. I protected you from the cold. I protected you. From, and it's like you, all, you didn't even recognize it. You didn't even appreciate it. But you go through enough storms. You'll appreciate the covering that the hiding place brings. And then I found a shady place to rest in the weary times of my journey. What did he say? He says, the shadow of a rock. What that speaks of, it don't just speak of shade from the heat and the shade, but it speaks of safety. You see, if you, was gonna, if, if you were out camping, what you would want to do, you would want to have something to your back. 
because that means you limited the, the means of access to you. And then you would want to have a place with it where, again, there was some type of covering. There was some type of shade from the heat, and that's what he's talking about. So what he's saying is because of the hiding place, because of the safety I feel, I can rest. You know, it's hard to rest. I don't know if you've ever been camping. If that's your thing, if you love just to go roll up a, a tent. Now, again, if you're in a million-dollar RV and it's comfortable, you've got air in that sucker, you know, you can, you know, you got somebody that knows how to do the connections where sewage ain't going to go where it don't need to go, and you can just kick back and relax. That's my type of camping. Or, or, or really, my favorite types of camping is in a hotel with a lazy river, a Dr. Pepper in my hand, and just taking it easy. But if you're out in the elements, you really appreciate those coverings. You appreciate that shady places to rest. I don't need rest. I'm tough, preacher. I can make it. Lord says, no, you can't. You need rest that can only be found in the hiding place. Brother Terry, if you, if you go ahead and get a song, and have you want to do that. We take rest for granted. Like my kids take rest for granted. Where we don't. That's why I have jokes starting in. I hope everybody had a good nap. Everybody smiles. Kind of that knowing... We realize how important that rest is. And if this is important in the natural world, it's just as important in the spiritual world. E.M. Bounds wrote this. He said, care is so natural. And care is so strong in us that none but God can eject it. And I don't know what... The folks are going through. I don't know what each individual is going through. But I dare say there's some folks in here who cares. There's a hiding place for that. The same one. Maybe there's someone here that's dealing with tragedy and dealing with the residuals from that. Look, have lost hope. There's hope to be found in the hiding place. Maybe there's someone that needs a song. There's a song in the hiding place. Somebody needs a shield. Somebody needs a champion. And that champion is personal. My champion. If he can deal with your sin. I, I heard somebody quote this. Only Christianity offers this. You can wake up in the morning and be lost, going to hell. Lost it all. And you can go to sleep with everything. Born again. Everything heaven has to offer. Everything the sun bestows. Only Christianity offers that. Why? Champion. The hiding place. That's the message tonight. Page 390 at the bottom. Let's all stand.